brought to you by Aeon Magazine. When you're looking for a great magazine, consider Aeon. I just broke a brick on my rock-hard abs and rocked my girlfriend's world with 25 amazing sex positions. Aeon Magazine, coming to a store near you. (laughs) (laughs) You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Good afternoon, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Random topics, opinionated, unrehearsed conversation, and quality reviews. Uh, my name is Michael Hodgins, and with me today, as all other days that we do this podcast, is Mr. Bo Schwartz. Hello, Bo. Why, hello there, Michael, and hello, Good, Bad, or Bullshit listeners. It's and another... of course, oh, excuse me. Oh, I need to cut you off because we're not done the intros because okay. the show would not be complete if it wasn't for our a third host, Mr. Crofton Steers. Hi, Crofton. Hello, Michael. Thank you for that uh, generous welcome. D- yes. Um, how are you guys doing this fine rainy day? It's super rainy where I am. I don't know what it's like where you guys are. Uh, not rainy. Yeah, not rainy in the national capital of Canada. It's actually a nice day. And uh, it's looking like it's biking weather soon, so I'm kind of excited for that. That is exciting. I'm just, this is like the last leg of my trip. Some of our listeners might know that I've been like kind of going across uh, Canada a little bit uh, while I'm on sort of paternity leave with my wife and baby. Anyways, we're now in Uculet. It's this little town near Tofino, you know, this Canadian surfing town on Vancouver Island. You guys heard of this place? No. What's the name again? Tofino? You have not heard of Tofino? Nah. Huh, I'm surprised. It's no, like, I haven't heard of it either. It's funny, like Tofino, I had heard of it, and everyone was like, oh, you should go there, it's really interesting. And it is cool, it's kind of like West Coast rainforest, so it rains all the time, there's like huge trees, and it's pretty cool. And it's this big surfing hub, like Canadian surf sort of mecca, which, and then I went to the town, and there's like surf shops everywhere, and uh, and then I but I was like looked around. and I'm like, why would anyone ever want to surf here? Was my was my view because I'm like it's cold, cold like Pacific Ocean, and it's like never gets warmer than like 15 degrees outside in the summer. But have you have you been surfing? Like, do you sort of understand what the the draw of well, surfing is? Because maybe people, it's just so adrenaline, so extreme that you know, even if it's cold, that adrenaline rush of, of surfing is. Still, something people want. I mean, to do. I, yeah, no, I do. I do assume that that's. I have been surfing, and it is an enjoyable thing. And I totally see the appeal of it when you're down in like California or Mexico or Hawaii or any of the thousands of other places in the world where you can surf, and the water is warm, like Australia or all these other places. And here, it's like you have to wear a full wet wetsuit, including like head head like mask wetsuit and feet and glove wetsuit and i don't understand how that's appealing personally but i guess the waves are good i don't know anything about uh i'm not a good surfer i should mention then have you tried it before crofton uh tried yes i have (laughs) (laughs) i have once managed to stand up on a surfboard when it was not moving and i was in the shallows (laughs) but it was not moving Yeah. Well, congratulations. I don't mean to laugh at your accomplishment. That's very rude of me. My sense of balance is not great. It has always impeded my ability to windsurf and definitely has impeded my ability to surf without having something to hold on to. Uh, (laughs) 
So I stick to the boogie boarding. Yeah, it's but even that I I like boogie board. I just don't know why anyone would want to go into these freezing cold briny waters and black rock and it rains all the time. Like, but it's yet there's tons of surf shops. So apparently, did you see anybody surfing? Uh, yeah, there were people surfing. Um, I've only been here a day, <laughs> like oh, okay. leaving. We really just came to see it. And as I said, right now, like it's pouring rain and this huge storm and the waves are huge. It's really beautiful, but it does not make you want to be like, let's go for a swim. <laughs> it makes me think like, wow, the ocean can really kill you is, is what my <laughs> thoughts when I look out at it. Well, maybe it's more of a summer the- thing. We are still, you know, in the spring. Yeah, but season. it doesn't doesn't ever get warm here or, co- or cold for that matter. It doesn't really go below zero in the winter and it doesn't get above like 15 in the summer. It's like always sort of around 10 is what my impression is because it gets regulated by the sea you know the preceding segment was brought to you by the province of british columbia remember if you're considering surfing think british columbia it's kind of shitty but it's pretty much the only place to go in canada enjoy (laughs) pretty much Uh, i also should mention that i went through the town of crofton british columbia there is such a town. Oh, uh, here we go. And it was a humorous experience as it was a quite industrial like pulp and paper town is what I sort of thought it was. There's all these there was all these or or a mill mill town. There was these smokestacks and big factories and I'm like, "Oh yeah. Crofton sounds, would be proud." Sounds like it should be called the Bo Schwartz town, huh? <laughs> yeah. Am I right? I mean, industrious and industrious uh, village doesn't really resonate was Crofton. I feel like it would be a, a like a gourmand's paradise if I actually went to the Crofton of my imagination. There'd be pizza shops and corner stores and, and, and arcade games everywhere. You know, there wouldn't be industry. So it doesn't really I, resonate with me, but there was, think, however, a Mike's Cafe in, in town. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Oh Mike, there's a name you don't hear every day. What yeah. a dive. <laughs> <laughs> it, it did sort of look like a dive. <laughs> I, well, I think we can agree that every place would be better if there was a croft in town nearby. Uh, that's a that's an argument for another day, I think. Speaking <laughs> of arguments, maybe we should have one, or at least a conversation, about <laughs> a random topic. Good seg. Let's do it. Start All right, the well, you're the one who brought the random topic, generator. <laughs> why you lugged that thing around British Columbia, I'll never figure out why. When Crofton volunteered for you to keep it here. Also, I'm pretty sure I found a smartphone app that does the same thing, but it doesn't matter. Draw the topic. Okay. It's um, the topic is uh, weddings. Weddings. Oh this man, is- there's plenty of arguments to be had around weddings. Well, <laughs> it, it occurred to me this this morning when I was up early and in the lobby of this fancy, I'm staying in kind of a fancy hotel. This is like the last leg of our trip, so we kind of splurged a bit. And I took Ivan, my son, down to the lobby to let uh, Andrea sleep. And there's like wedding magazines scattered all around the lobby. One of them was called uh, Wedding Bells and it had a picture of a bride on it. And the other one was called The Wedding Ring and showed these sort of cliched pictures of, um, you know, couples standing in front of waterfalls, I guess, presumably saying their vows and looking very romantic. And then it, I realized, like, oh, this is probably a big venue for uh, for weddings. It, it, it's a swanky hotel, uh, really kind of amazing scenery. And I just assumed that uh, oh, a people lot come of in from out of town and, and stay there. Yeah, I guess so. But then, but it then also- it's like, why would you read a like you? 
to me, like, well, I guess people are into weddings even if they are married. Well, what what it comes down to for, for or the the example I would say is like it's this the swank, the pomp and circumstance that's sort of associated with um, uh, the wedding. It, this is again a, a high end resort. We're staying in about the cheapest room they have, and it's still pretty pretty swanky and probably the most expensive place we've stayed in on this uh, this trip. But to to me to book to book this place as a venue must cost a fortune. Uh, but people seem willing to spend. Uh, exorbitant amounts of money on a wedding and the whole kind of the way it's marketed is like the swankier the more prestige the better so so when we're looking at this as a topic just because i know sometimes i need clarification over what we're talking about we're not actually talking about marriage we're talking about like the ceremony of becoming married which is the wedding right like that that big day um you know all the mishugas leading up to the big day and, um, you know, the emotional explosive powder keg that is getting all your disparate family members together. And uh, I guess the honeymoon's part of the wedding tradition as well, even though it can happen much later after the, the wedding. I think the wedding, the honeymoon is an add-on. We could do a whole topic on honeymoons. I think the wedding is the, the, the day or the marriage. Where it's, tri- where it's tricky here is, um, and Bo is right to divide the mar- marriage from wedding here. This is, we're talking about the actual wedding. Uh, and what's tough about that is that they are so, they're so different, right? Like, uh, and, and I, I mean, you do have a lot of these, these people have these ideas of weddings. As soon as you hear the word, you think about all these bridal magazines, all these, you know, countless thousands of dollars spent on ornate wedding festivities. But then uh, there's tons of just going to the justice of the peace and getting married, you know, and that would be to a certain extent, a wedding, uh, or, or getting married, uh, you know, a small intimate ceremony with just a few people. That's a, that's a wedding as well. Right. So it's, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, because I, I have different opinions based on the different types of weddings. Yeah, that's the thing. I I sort of and you you got to say they come in all shapes and sizes. I mean, you guys were both in my wedding party, as it were, at my wedding, which I thought was a fairly. We got married in a in a park, so that was like a free venue. We just went there, and um, and then we had a we rented this kind of boathouse thing. Uh, by the river, and it was a potluck wedding, so we brought food. So that was a pretty um, not that uh, pomp and circumstance kind of wedding, though people still dressed up very nicely. And uh, and I think, I, I don't mind saying, I think that wedding cost us about 10 grand, and which I thought was a lot of money. But the other, or I say the other day, but like a couple months ago when I was actually at work, there was a colleague of mine was ta- was planning her wedding and she was saying, it was going to cost $75,000. And I remember being, I was like, what? Yeah. $75,000. And she was like, yeah. what's money well spent? And I was like, and I wanted to say, you know, it was her wedding, but I wanted to say like, is it, is it really? Well, is I, that- I, oh, I think, I think the, the, okay. So money's always a question because you do hear people gossiping about it during the wedding. And I mean, money just in and of itself and how people are doing can be something that's like gossip, gossip worthy, even under normal circumstances, not just for weddings. Um, but I think that uh, a lot of people in our generation in particular, and this isn't everyone, uh, they, they live together. They're, in, they're, they're bonded together as a couple. 
um, far longer before they get married. And so <clears throat> I feel like a little bit of of what a marriage might entail in terms of expense does outweigh uh, what it's worth for a single day, considering life is probably going to be the same. You know, there's no surprises. It's not like you're it's not like a ceremony where it's a rite of passage into a new form of living if you sort of believe in that on a spiritual level and also i mean a lot a lot more women are working there are a lot more couples that are both working so i mean 70 grand can sound like a lot to a certain person but it can also be a fairly affordable amount even though i don't know it's maybe like what is it like a fifth or a sixth of purchasing a house at this point like i think it's still pretty expensive but depending on the value you place on it and you know your ability to get married it might not be as bad as you know we think but keep in mind that that's one day you know to spend you know (laughs) i feel bad if i spend make a big purchase in a day you know like if i buy a new fancy bicycle or something that costs a thousand dollars i'll be like oh but spend seventy five thousand dollars in one day and that's not even necessarily that expensive a wedding i felt that our wedding the ten thousand did that involve a lot of expensive travel because like there was one wedding that i was a part of that was in the upper and this was over a decade ago so the value of money has you know changed since then but it was in the 30 to 40 thousands i think for this wedding but they flew in people from overseas you know like uh, grandparents who you know couldn't afford to come on their own that kind of thing i mean in, in a circumstance like that do you think were there any travel expenses or was that just like food and venue and entertainment i i have no idea the circumstances of the wedding of, of my colleague but I don't know. It just seems like, and, and, and I guess the question is, and her comment was, it's money well spent, and maybe that's kind of uh, p- part of how we talk about uh, weddings well, because you can spend a small amount of money, or but but is is that money well spent? You know, some well, people spend three hundred grand or whatever. It 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 depends because obviously that amount of money for she considers it well spent. Uh, now you have probably haven't. Uh, understanding maybe how much money she has and how much of a percentage of her total earning that amount is seventy five thousand could be nothing to a millionaire for that matter you know who knows um, but I I do think that when you get down to the core what a wedding is the reason somebody might say something like it was money well is because weddings are essentially days to celebrate uh, a, a a romantic union between two people who love each other and also um, and do it in the presence of their loved ones. So their friends, their family and all that sort of thing. So when somebody says, Oh, all the, I spent a lot of money on my wedding, but it was money well spent. They may, it's easy to, it's easy to say that even if financially it doesn't really make that much sense because emotionally to them, they feel that it does. They feel they're bringing everybody together for this great day to celebrate, um, you know, the love of their life that's going to last, you know, forever. And, uh, and therefore every penny spent was worth it. I'm not saying I agree with that. And I think but I am I'm saying that's how people I think justify and that's how the wedding industry in a way preys on people because um there I think if you sat somebody down and you asked them what do you really want at your your wedding and and they were able to see past sort of all the the sea of of advertising and marketing 
they would say, well, I want my grandmother to be there or um, I really would like to get married outside because uh, or I would really like to get married in my church because I have a deep religious connection. These are things of importance to people. And I think that when it comes down to I want silk napkins or something like that, I I think this is where – wedding marketing and culture is sort of ta- is taking over. So I think it's, it, it, it's a compelling, there's a compelling case for why you would think that it's money well spent. But I, I, I really think that like, as time goes by, sh- that person in this example may have some regrets over that 75,000. If they start thinking about the nickels and dimes and where they went. I wouldn't be, su- I wouldn't be surprised at that. But again, I guess it's like, as you said, what you, um, place like like how what you define is important so you know if it's something like i want my friends and family to be in attendance you could all be wearing you know street clothes and that and that could still be accomplished but for most weddings that's not the way it is um again even like what i said uh, my wedding i thought was fairly not you know too fancy but yeah i i still i mean you know you guys had to wear ties and I wore like suit, you know, and people dressed pretty nicely, but it, but it, again, it didn't cost that much money. Uh, so I guess it's, and I think that the industry, the wedding industry, puts so much pressure on people to the, for a wedding to be um, done right. You know, they they would say you have to do it in a certain way, and there's whole there's wedding conventions, and and then the whole idea of a wedding cake needs to be like this or like that, and then you look at them and they cost thousands of dollars. And it's just for like a cake and then the venue needs to be this and then you have to cater it like this. And then it starts adding up very quickly. Um, and and it, I feel like the industry, the wedding industry sort of hijacks what ultimately is, um, you know, a, a, a public ceremony that, that is just to say publicly that I love this person. I want to spend my life with them, which I think, you know, most people would agree is a pretty wonderful thing. But there's a lot of money to be made, you know, by sort of uh, making people think that they need to do it in a certain way. You know, the rings need to be worth X amount and should be solid gold or whatever. There's all that stuff. And I I made a conscious effort to avoid um, the sort of – there was a wedding um, – what do you call it? Like – um, not <laughs> I want to say festival. It's not a wedding festival, like you know, a with, convention. Convention, yeah, happening like an expo in Ottawa. or whatever, like a like yeah, a comic con work. of weddings. <laughs> yes, it's like that. And they're like, you should go to the wedding expo. They'll give you free, you get free cake samples and stuff. And I'm like, and I was just like, uh, you it's go like, there and then you start the expectations start getting dropped. You should on. go to the drug dealer convention. They're giving out free samples of crack cocaine. It's crazy. Free samples. The first one's always Drug free. con. Yes. Best convention ever. I just felt that there, personally, I felt there was a lot of external pressure. And I'm someone that by nature tries to resist that sort of stuff. Uh, but some people eat it up and love it, you know? Uh, and, and, you know, more power to them and fair enough. But it's just, it can be in, in these days when it's, you know, everyone has some kind of financial burden to spend that much money on one day seems kind of crazy to me. Yeah. But, but you, I'm just curious, Mike, like, cause, cause there's, um, you've already come forward and said like, say $10,000 was spent on your wedding. Right. So, so let's just, you didn't go to this wedding show. You've already said like, you know, um, 
that that people uh, contributed food and different things. So what what are some of the expenditures? Because like, what are how you got married in a in a free area? There was a reception hall. It was the entire price for the reception hall. Like these are these are because the reason I'm curious is because like I think it just goes to show you that if you want to have a party and you want to invite all your friends and family, it's going to cost you some money. And that's essentially what it what it is. It would be nice to have a, a big party for the amount of people, but especially if it's a, a formal thing and your servant, you're paying for food or you're paying for drink. I mean, it's gonna cost it's it's gonna cost you a fair amount, no matter any way you slice it, wedding or just regular party. I, well, I think yes, it's gonna cost you, but I there's because we're talking about like all the evil people preying on people getting married, but like how is it that they prey on them? In the sense that why can't we just all be strong enough to to have a, a you know we all have no. We, you know, Mike got married in a park and they biked in and it was amazing. And it was probably not that, that as expensive as some options. But when you do get married, I think a lot of people, it's their special day. And it's their time where all the people they know, presumably, are coming to see, witness them. And there's, I think, a lot of other um, issues, emotional issues conflated. You know, your siblings are going to be there. Are you competitive with your siblings? Your work colleagues may show up. What does that mean for your work colleagues? You know, you kind of want to have a humble wedding, but you want to project an image of success to other people. Like, I think weddings are also a place where you're guaranteed, if you have a wedding, to be on stage in front of all the people that you know, and that all of those things that you've been building up over your life might be front and center for people to examine and witness, even though it's just about you getting married. I think it's a significant enough deal that everyone's there for you so I, I haven't been married, but I can only imagine the pressure of, you know, what will people think of me at my wedding? And I'm not saying that's something you should be thinking about because you shouldn't, but I think it's still there. And and I, so I think some of the, this expense that comes along with it, like um, I've seen a few, ep- more than my share of episodes of the show Four Weddings, uh, the things you do for love, guys, I swear. Uh, that's my excuse. But, you know, they they actively um, rank weddings by how good they are or by how crappy they are. And you see that in the contestants, like the pressure to put on an amazing um, content, uh, amazing wedding, you know. And so, like, there's silk napkins, there's flower arrangements, there's caterers and DJs and, and all kinds of really amazing things that... Um, that you say, well, who who would like we're a couple we're a bunch of guys and we're a bunch of frugal guys and we're a bunch of atheist frugal guys. So it's like we're not kind of the people that legitimately go, Man, weddings are awesome. Let me read this wedding magazine. We think it's all stupid and the trappings of modern commercialist world. But there are people who legitimately prize and value those things that I think um I think we need to sort of like res- respect the fact that it's more than just uh, an industry trying to prey off people, but people actually having a need to balance uh, certain goals as a result of the wedding, more well, than just getting married. I, I would just I would just say to that in that point, and I think it's a good point, and I think a lot of what you just said was is um, is good. I my concern though is is what I said on our hundredth episode, which is uh, I feel like myself in particular, but like all of us are often a little too polite 
and, and think, hey, just because somebody likes something or just because somebody values something uh, and I don't means that means that I should take it easy or I should, uh, you know, maybe accommodate my verdict. That's something that I've been doing in the past. And in the case, in the case of, I know, I know people in the case of weddings, I know people who have literally their entire lives had subscriptions to wedding magazines, building up to their, building up to their, you know, dream wedding. You know, I, I I know my wedding. I know Mike's wedding. I know that we're not the type of people that are like that. That are like that. Your wedding should reflect you. Mike's wedding reflected him. My wedding reflected me. It's it makes perfect perfect sense. But some people have grown up uh, infatuated with the wedding industry in this, and um, I can't help but be judgmental uh, of those people. Every every. But he's allowed a different opinion on things. But my overall opinion, and the wedding industry has got to be one of the biggest industries uh, that there is with regards to like uh, uh, um, a, a service in that in that way. Like all the all the associated costs, everything that spirals off um, of a wedding. Uh, and and I just I just feel like it's tough for me to to understand, to find it in myself, to understand the people that value weddings so highly, not, not the emotional meaning of the weddings, but the commercial meaning. And like, Bo, you made the good points about like trying to impress people and trying to impress your, your work colleagues. And and this is like something that actually people think about come, come wedding time. They think oh, about yeah, yeah. what, what is my wedding going to say about me to the to the invitees to, at, at the wedding? And honestly, like your wedding is supposed to be about you and your bride. And like if, if you are concerned about your attendees thinking like, oh, this is low-grade caviar they're serving here, Marge, <laughs> um, then you need better friends. I hate to say it. You need to reevaluate your life priorities and hang out with better people because these people are – are shallow and transparent. I, I would just add to that, though, that good friends don't just fall out the sky. That's why you sort of value and prize the good ones you make, like the both of you, whom I, I like quite a bit. <coughs> you're both irreplaceable. Thanks, in my Bo. Heart. Back, back to weddings. <laughs> um, well, you treat I, me so poorly, yet you're still really good friends. No, but I mean, <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> uh, just to kind of echo what Crofton said, because I agree a lot of, with what he just said. Um, and I, I do think again, it's the it's the superficial aspects of weddings that get blown out of proportion because there's the there's sort of the core thing which I think we've 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 said you know it's it's this commitment you're making to one other person and you want other people to be present that's the core and the rest is sort of superfluous it's just it's the the trappings you know uh, and, and that stuff gets blown so out of perspective proportion that it doesn't make sense and i do think that the industry as much you can say well people like this and they like status and they like style and i would say that those people are influenced by an industry which which does spends a lot of money to make them think those things are important uh when again the important thing is the commitment you're making in front of people who are important to you uh so and i just think that's a bit sad it almost it can end up hijacking um, it, hijacking a sort of you know sp- what to a lot of people is sort of a spiritual day, uh, or certainly an emotional day, and turning it into event planning, and it's all about event planning, and 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 even with I try to keep we try to keep our wedding as simple as possible, but a lot of it was event planning, which I don't like really. Uh, I mean, you 
Carlson also said, when you're having a party, it's going to, you know, you have to do that. And that's what it comes down to. You're having a, you're having a big party, but it can be in a barn for God's sakes. It can be in a park, you know, and, and uh, Carlson, you did ask like what those costs were. And I had read that you couldn't have a wedding for less than $10,000. And I was like, what? For certainly that's crazy. But, but all of a sudden when you start doing those things, um, uh, you know, you, you're, you're paying for plates, rentals of like plates, and then you have a hundred people, and you're like, okay, well, plates cost this much per person times a hundred, and then cutlery does, and then glasses, and then tablecloths, and then well, tables, and then the venue costs something, and then you right. need people to staff the venue. There's a few people doing, you know, waitress and waiter pouring drinks or whatever, and if you have a venue, you have to have those people, so then they of cost. Course money and that's just that's just that and, and and i mean we did a lot of stuff ourselves we we decorated or i think you did too you know a lot of people helped us out and our friends were so great as to bring food you know and and if you have it catered all of a sudden you're like okay well it's you know maybe 30 dollars a plate for and times 100 and now that that's up and things add up super quickly even when you're trying to keep them simple so then when you add on the status of like oh well your venue is kind of you know low grade uh, you need, you know, a venue at a swanky hotel like the one I'm staying in. I imagine it costs a fortune to book this place um, for a couple hundred people. But obviously, you know, it has the status of being luxury. And I just, I don't know. I think that people are coerced into uh, the superficial elements of weddings and not the core ones. And they, they take over the whole thing. Yeah. A lot of what you spoke about early on um, in your in your uh, in your speech there also resonated with me on a certain level because there's a sort of key to the idea of weddings, which is you're like, oh, it's important because it's this commitment you make in front of other people. And and my thinking was, well, why is it important that it's in front of other people? Like a commitment in front of other people or not is equally as important, right? Like if you were to get married and it was just the two of you and there's no one there to witness it, that's no less important even. So really that, so like, what is this? It's because you want to, you want to share it with your friends and family. But if you only have one loved one and you want to get married with them, that's great. Or if you feel pressure from your friends and family and you don't want to share that moment with them because it's going to add pressure, that's different. But like, it's because you want to share it. That's why. But my thinking of the tradition of wedding, like, yeah, it's because you want to share it, but um, like there was a time and, you know, some may argue we're still in that time. It was like women are, were property. Right. And like you didn't get the woman and then get married later. Part of the wedding ceremony was a transfer of, you know, a dowry and, 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 and a person, you know, is an exchange of property, but sort of conflated with this spiritual element of the community that you are a part of, whatever religion was center at it, I suppose. And it's like we're growing in our communities to be, you know, more atheist, less traditional in that sense. And the the other person, um, the woman, <laughs> is less so uh, property and more so an equal stakeholder in the wedding. So for me, a lot of the trouble I have with wedding is just why do we still have these traditions like wedding dress? Like why aren't we creating our own traditions that better reflect the way that we um, create unions now instead of using this old outdated model. And, and so that's just where my mind kind of goes when I, ha- when I get the feeling about weddings where I'm like, this stuff feels like antiquated tradition left over from a time that when we stop and think about it, we probably don't believe in. Um, yeah. Well, it's, that reminds me, I still owe Jesse's dad three cows. Um, <laughs> the, uh, 
the the thing is is while while I agree with a lot of what you're saying, I don't think ditching tradition just for the sake of ditching tradition is a good thing. And 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 I think that we have gotten rid of some of those elements. Uh, the dowry, for instance, and that. But the, the the actual practice of weddings is a ceremony and a ceremony that is can be increasingly customizable to the two people uh, who are getting married. And it's just like it's essentially an exchanging of vows. Um, and, and you're right, Bo. You can you can do that by yourself with with your bride, or you can share it with your your loved ones, family, and loved ones. And then afterwards, it's a party. And like, I mean, uh, I don't I don't necessarily see anything wrong with it. And actually, I was going to uh, take a different tack because we've been t- talking a lot about about um, about you know the wedding industry. And Bo uh, mentioning this sort of tradition brings me to the point that I actually really do enjoy weddings. Like, and and I understand sometimes when uh, when people don't enjoy weddings. Uh, I feel that often when you don't enjoy wedding, it's either because you got an invite but you don't necessarily know the bride or groom that well, or or perhaps um, you're single. And I know a lot of people who, when, when they're single, um, there's a certain amount of pressure associated with weddings. Oh, all my friends are getting married, or this or that. Do I have to bring a date? And 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 maybe. But for me personally. When my friends are getting married, uh, I, I've attended maybe six weddings, uh, and I would say that they were all really fun. I, ha- I always had a really good time. Pretty much, it was like the comic book guy in The Simpsons. After each one, I'd leave, be like, "Best wedding ever," you know. Uh, and they were they were all they were all like that. So I do really like weddings. I mean, I, I like them too, and I and I don't think you you need to uh, like as Bo, Bo was saying before. And I agree with you, Krav. Like tr- tradition is part of the reason uh, we we continue doing this, and I think that tradition comes a lot from a little bit generational. Like there's expectations from family and maybe parents uh, to some extent. Um, I, I know it was hard for us to keep our guest list because uh, once you say like, okay, well, we're not just going to go to city hall and get hitched with two witnesses, and that's that. You're like, we want to make this a public, a uh, sort of public. Uh, uh, sort of ceremony to, to the people who are important to us, then it's like, well, who do you invite and who do you don't? Who who don't you? Uh, and then because your you know your parents and family might be heavily involved, like, oh, you got to invite aunt and uncle this and whatever, and even people you haven't seen in ten years, sometimes you you get pressure to bring them on, and that's the tradition of it. So I think that's why the prices get inflated so so quickly, even when you're trying to keep it uh, to keep it simple. But I like Crofton. I enjoy weddings too, and I've been to uh, some what I thought were pretty swanky ones probably cost a lot more than mine and it was very enjoyable you know i think everyone does like to get dressed up now and then and kind of put on those airs i think we all like to do that now and then and a wedding is a good kind of reason to do that to to break out your suit or your kind of nice dress that you keep for special occasions and go and go to one of these things it, it does it does make it feel special and maybe that's what the industry provides that sense of sort of uh, class and, and and that this is a special event and maybe that's why you spend the money on it but it's again it's still hard for me to justify you know a hundred grand for a day or something so do we want to move into verdicts gentlemen i feel like i'm ready to go do you all right let's drop the gavel here all right i can start seeing as i did the segue uh i would just like to say 
uh, right off that I think this topic for me the whole time was between two categories and and those two categories were good and bullshit. Um, never at any point did I think that weddings were bad. I think like when you separate weddings from the marriage thing and marriage is is a whole more denser topic and you're just like, okay, marriage is happening and this are, are, are weddings, uh, you know, fun. Do I enjoy weddings? Yes, for sure. But did they come with all these these problems uh, in terms of people bankrupting themselves uh, to have the perfect wedding that they may or may not necessarily want or just have been conditioned from a very young age to want. Um, so because of that, I think that uh, it's pretty clear where I'm going that that I'm gonna I'm gonna fall down on the side of of the bullshit and say that weddings are a bullshit. I still like them, but uh, th- I think that they're out of control, especially in North American society. <laughs> Weddings are out of control. They are. They're crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm going to go next. And um, I-, I guess I just preface this by saying, first of all, I was a part of both of your weddings in some capacity. And I'm very proud to have been. Um, I think you guys are both in great relationships. Um, and the partners you have are indeed your better halves. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, but I find like I'm, I'm trying to task myself with being honest about these kinds of things. And when I think about the idea of getting married, I'm just, I personally don't, I don't ever see myself actually getting married. I kind of hope that maybe changes, but I really dislike, I really dislike the, the, tradition of weddings like even though i've had fun with it um in my heart of hearts i'm i I don't like wedding celebrations i don't and it's kind of hard to explain because it's on a primal level i feel like somehow maybe i have unresolved issues regarding my parents and what the value of marriage is now we're not talking about marriage but i feel like wedding celebrations sort of remind me of that cynical sort of point of view with regards to 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 marriage and I feel like I feel like it's just I don't know the idea of personally for me to get married or have that kind of celebration is not fun. And so um, I feel I wish I had a better explanation than that, but I'm going to wrap it up and I'm going to say that uh, weddings are bad. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sorry, to, <laughs> but I really to put a rain cloud over that parade. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes when Bo, uh, Bo particularly, because there's certain things he's rated, like, for example, I think he rated prostitution as good. And then he'd be like, wedding's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a free spirit. What can I say? Yeah, no, and that's great. Yeah. You're, cer- you're certainly the wild card. I never know what you're going to say uh, for a topic. Okay. Um, Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably clear enough to anyone who's listened to this show. Um uh, yeah, I, I actually found this one a, diffi- a difficult one, and I, like Crofton, was on the fence about this um, between those the same two, um, good uh, and bullshit. And this is one of these topics, and this happens sometimes in the show, where I want to disentangle things, you know? Uh, so uh, the the basic, the core of weddings, which I think we, we, we mentioned, you know, it's just it's making a commitment publicly – to someone you love and want to spend your life with and then having a good party afterwards with all your people, family and friends, you know, that I'm like, that's, that's good. What I don't like is the industry 
uh, and the superficial things that get pumped onto it. But that's really something different. Like that's something that sort of permeates our whole culture and I have issues with. We talked about it in the lifestyle magazines and the and so I I wish I could disentangle the, these things. Uh because the, that aspect of the wedding really irks me. But so I think with this one, I'm going to fall on the side. I'm going to keep it at the core of weddings, which is the, you know, you're making this public. It doesn't have to be all pomp and circumstance. It doesn't have to be about the superficial. It doesn't have to be about like a bridezilla going crazy or, uh, and, uh, and just getting so caught up in the details that loses sight of everything. It can just be that public statement and a good time with friends and family. So I think weddings, I'm going to say good, but it was definitely... Definitely well, difficult one for me. Well, I I find uh, I find that funny because we got the full spread as you may have noticed, and this time Bo wasn't the decider in giving it a full I, spread. I intentionally went second to avoid that accusation because <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was leaning bad, and I was like, if I don't go second, I'm gonna get lamb based in my crofted. And you would have. I <laughs> gamed the system yet you again. Did. Good, well I mean, played. Though I, I honestly could have gone uh, the other way. I mean, essentially exactly what Crofton said, I don't disagree at all with, and I could have I, used to fall on that side. But This is one of those topics where, and they're so seldom, where I feel like Mike and I overlap almost 100%. Like, I think that probably, well, you know, same issues, same pros, same, you know, and that happens every once in a while. It happens to me both quite often. It happens to me with Mike maybe once every 150 episodes. How many episodes are we at? Uh, I'm getting close to that. 105. All right. This is probably the first time. 45 episodes of Mike Disagreement. Yeah. And, uh, but it's kind of, it's, it's just funny how sometimes it's just, it's a really small thing that, that sets it off. But again, if I think of the weddings I've, I've gone to, um, yours Crofton, which was pretty low key and great. I had a great time there. Mine I thought was low key. I've been to some other pretty low key ones that are at, like people's houses and they've been uh, really enjoyable and they haven't been too much, uh, too much for it. So, um, I don't know, like, Maybe we've missed something on this topic. So if you are good listeners, have anything you'd like to contribute to this discussion about weddings, please get in touch with us. Our email address is goodbadbull at gmail.com. And uh, you can, you can um, give us a tweet too, at goodbadbull. And you can visit our website, goodbadbull.com, where you have access to all that stuff. Uh, you can subscribe to the show there for, on iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, and you can also find us on Facebook, and please like us there if you like us. If you don't like us, well, then, you know, don't just continue not liking us. And, uh, guys, <laughs> if, if – well, I don't want anyone to change their behavior, you know, just on the part of the show. If uh, if our listeners want to get in touch with either of you fine fellows, Bo, where could they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Bo Schwartz, and, yeah. Keep it tuned there for some some big news coming down the pipe soon uh, on the on the Bo Schwartz front. Well, what does that mean? That's a it's that's a teaser. A, uh, and Crofton, are where can our listeners find you? Uh, they can follow me at Crofton Steers on Twitter, where they will find me live tweeting all the weddings I go to this summer. I've already got it all worked out. Uh, bride's dress equals hoary. Groom <laughs> wow. equal groom equals drunk fool send. <laughs> See? 
We should, have, we should have good, bad, or bullshit wedding edition or something where we go to weddings. Right? Table, table seven, uncle, totally wasted. LOL, WTF. Send. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and you can't find me because I'm on the west coast of Canada in the woods, basically. So, too bad for you. With the giant it's, trees. It, now I'm curious if Bo ever does get married. What what would you envision your wedding would look like, Bo? Uh, you've asked me like the hardest question ever because really I have so much anxiety about what a wedding of mine would look like. Allow I, me allow me to describe No, it. no, you're yes. gonna hurt me. Okay, so one you're on gonna break one me, Crofton. Hearthstone match <laughs> against his beloved in front of all the Blizzard developers. Well, well, you and I, Mike, you would be the officiant. I would be the best man, obviously. Um, and uh, and and the wife <laughs> and the wife to be would be. And I think their vows would be like, "Do you t- take this man, Bo Schwartz, in sickness and in health, in?" Sl- <laughs> In sleeping and in awakeness, in caffeination or lack thereof. I can't think of any other guys.